He has been taught the mystic arts of war. Sai. He has mastered a thousand years of secrets. He has learned the way of the ninja. Now, a soldier on a suicide mission. They have been sent to paradise. Excuse me, ma'am. Wow. To defeat a conspiracy that threatens the entire world. Who set me up? I said who? Everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And we're here to talk about a movie called American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. You got it right in one shot. From 1987, starring Michael Dudikoff and Steve James. And directed by uh, Sam, Sam Furstenberg. Is that they call him Steve? Yep. It's the only movie in the series, <sighs> aside from the first one, with the same cast and everything. Starring, once again, Michael Dudikoff. Steve James, Jeff Weston, Gary Conway, Michelle Boats, and Larry Poindexter. Yes, you can't forget Larry Poindexter because he's got a great name. Gary Conway played the lion. He sure did. So in this movie, as opposed to the first, we're introduced to our heroes as they get involved in what looks like a drug smuggling ring, which ends up being a hideout for super ninjas. Well, I'm taking the easy way out. According to IMDb, on a remote Caribbean island, Army Ranger Joe Armstrong investigates the disappearance of several Marines, which leads him to the Lion, a super criminal who has kidnapped a local scientist and mass-produced an army of mutant ninja warriors. Yeah. Which is kind of what the movie is, but also kind of isn't what that, the movie that's is. That's like the last hour of the movie. <laughs> like, everything leading up to it is, just feels like it's going to be a drug smuggling thing. Then all of a sudden, oh, it's got genetic engineering and there's super ninjas on this island. And, and... this movie is a tight 90 minutes. Yes, it's not. It's straight ninety minutes. Uh, the movie starts, credits roll, and it goes right into it. And the, the, even the credit sequence isn't even that long. And the, I don't even think the end sequence is that long either. Nope, it was not very long in the slightest. No, it just goes in and out. Perfect uh, thing for perfect pacing for an action movie. One in, you want out. And as per usual, be even though the first film was a success for canon, hmm. they slashed the budget with a ninja sword as thin as they could get it on this one. I don't understand why they did that with this movie. And it kind of shows in some. Spots, some spots it does but i was expecting to look a lot worse for uh for that because canon as we discussed with like assassination with bronson that has some really obvious budget cuts and i was scratching my head going why would you scratch a bronson film's budget of all things and we saw other movies off the top of my head i think number one with a bullet which actually had a much i don't even know if it had a lower budget but it doesn't show it actually looked pretty uh pretty decent budget it looks, uh, to me, I don't know have the budget uh, actually on here. Let me check it uh, Wikipedia. Maybe they have it. It looks a little bit more. Nope, nobody has the budget written down. Nope. It looks more like um, Ninja 1, uh, like Enter the Ninja, you know, like the yeah, TV. The first one. It's, it's shot more like a TV thing. Uh, for some reason, I felt like we were watching the made-for-TV movie uh, pilot for a series starring Michael Dudikoff and Steve James, where week after week they would travel to new locations. And, uh, oh, I wish. And fight as ninjas. Fight super and ninjas. have Steve James take off his shirt at every at the slightest provocation. Yeah. Uh yeah, the weird part about this this movie is like as a the canon they always slashed the budget and for the weirdest reasons. American Ninja One was a surprise hit. It even came out in eighty five. This one took two years to come out, which was weird. Yeah. They this didn't is rush this out. Very slow to come out and 
this is the second to last movie uh, Michael Dudikoff would do with Canon. Yeah, I think yeah, with his next one being in '94. This is the last one with Golan. He might have been in another one, but I, I'd have to look. That yeah, up. no, he does one other one in '94. That's what I was just saying. I'll we tell you what it is in a second. Completely missed uh, American Ninja Four, which he's in, but. Uh... Oh, is he in there? Because uh, according to the trivia, that's the last movie he does with Golan, and then, he's and then he does fourth. Chain of Command. He's in the fourth one, but it's the only, also the only other movie aside from the first one that has the same like is it the same cast, the same director. It's it's weird how they they did this movie. Like I said, two years out, they cut the budget, even though the first one was a, a big success. I don't know what they were thinking when they were doing that. I think what they they worked with with this one, I think it show, it turned out pretty well. It could have turned out a heck of a lot worse considering some of the other ones we watched where the uh, the budget really, really shows. Um, but as a whole, uh, I think they did as, as well a job as they could have considering what they were working with. I don't know exactly why this is the last one Michael Dudikoff wasn't in the third one for. There yeah. was some sort of a reason, but I can't remember off the top of my head. He shows up again in part four, but Steve James isn't in part four. Uh, and Sam Furstenberg, he only did the first two directed. He didn't do the rest of them. Yeah, Sam Furstenberg, after he did this movie, he he walked away. Yeah, like I said. And went on to make a bunch of other crappy movies elsewhere doing something else. Yeah, including something called Samurai Cop, which is kind of infamous. As being one of the worst movies ever made for VHS. It's not quite... It's not, it's not uh, Ninja 3 level, let's put it that way. Okay. First off, Ninja 3 The Domination is a work of absolute genius, and we will not talk down to it, nor shall we disparage the acting of Lucinda Dickey in that film. I wasn't disparaging anybody in it. I was just saying it's not on the level of Ninja 3. And the... Many films are not on the same level as Ninja 3 The Domination. I don't even know what level Ninja 3 The Domination is on. That's how weird it is. Over 9,000, because that's the level it's on. But... Yeah, this one is is not weird like, like Ninja 3. It's just a straightforward uh, ninja movie from the 80s. So with our rambling done there, what mm. what were your impressions, your thoughts in this film? My general impressions. Is, uh, it was, I never saw the second one um, originally when it came out. I only saw the first one. I don't know why I never saw the, the sequels, but I saw the first one. I was watching this one. And uh, I enjoyed it. thought it was almost about the same as the first one, honestly, which is... Again, not really the type of thing you'd think of when you think of a, a sequel to an action movie, never mind a canon action movie. I don't think any of the sequels we've watched for canon movies have been close to the original. I think they've all been a noticeable step down. Uh, this one didn't feel like a step down, honestly. It just felt like more of the same, which is, you know, what you go to a cinema for American Ninja 2 for. You yeah. want more of the same, which, again, is surprising. But uh, yeah, it's exact. It was what I expected, even though I never saw it before. How about you? Was it you? What you expected for Ninja Two, American Ninja Two? Because there's no Ninja Two. <laughs> there was no Ninja Two. Uh, and this movie was ex- actually it was exactly what I thought it was. Bees. It was. It's largely forgettable, like the first movie. There's some. There's some cool action in it, but that's mostly Sam Furstenberg being a competent action director with a low budget. Yeah. Um, lower budget than the first one. It, it's you. It looks significantly cheaper because, like I said, I had a lot of vibes of the of, of the Enter the Ninja, like from the the way everything was shot, the locales, and it's like as the joke I kept making was, "Oh, hey, look, there's all the homeless people. They offered a hot meal, not any money, a hot meal to come in and get beaten up." He beat those poor bikers up at least three times in the movie. Yep, they just kept reusing them, and it's like I bet you they all came there in their own clothes that day. <laughs> they came back several times. They were wearing casts and such. It was pretty awesome, honestly. But yeah, it was. It's a sequel to the first one. If you've 
seen the first one, then you know what to expect with the second one. Which, like I said, it should be straightforward, but I can't think of any canon sequels that are... I apologize for that, Yon. I can't think of any canon sequels that are really close to the original, because they usually just kind of just spit them out, really. Uh, I wouldn't count the Ninja Trilogy as the same sort of thing, because that's different people involved in all of them, but, you know. So here's some breaking news, uh, or breaking information. Still haven't been able to find the budget, <laughs> but I can tell you that the movie made... Uh, mm. In its first 10 days, uh, $1.8 million. Uh, mm. yep. And it only played on a 398 screens, which I can't remember if it's good or bad. That's so bizarre that they did that to American Ninja 2 <laughs> after the success of the first one. And I think the following films all end up going straight to uh, video, right? Uh, it's possible. I don't know, but I was surprised every time I learned about the way they treated this movie because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But as I said, they did the same thing with the Charles Bronson movie, which didn't make any sense and then we also had things like dutch treat for instance remember was we don't even know when that came out <laughs> we don't know the release date of that movie i don't i think 1987 was a very weird year for canon i think it might have been the year things were starting to fall apart there because they didn't know how to do the budgets anymore as we see with this movie they cut it when they really shouldn't have they waited too long to put it out when they shouldn't have. Yeah, they should have struck while the iron was hot. Well, they skipped the whole year. It was 85, the first movie was a big hit. Then 86, they didn't put out a sequel, which is weird. I'm it's st- like, it's it's one of those weird situations where if you look at Lucinda Dickey's trajectory, yes, people, I went back to Lucinda Dickey, but there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You got, they filmed Breakin', yeah. and then, um, no, they, they filmed... Ninja 3 The Domination first, then they filmed Breakin with her, mm-hmm. and then they filmed Breakin 2, put out Breakin 1 first before Ninja 3 The Domination, but they filmed this all in a year and a half period. Yeah, they did. And meanwhile, Michael Dudikoff in American Ninja would have thought, oh, they would have probably filmed these things like almost back to back to back, because yeah. less money, it's like there's not really much script to it, it's like, what reason can we get to get him to this place here so we can fight? That's yeah. it. Well, last year, uh, for 86, they did Avenging Force, which was supposed to be uh, a Chuck Norris movie. But he ended up being in it, which is very weird, considering they should have fast-tracked American Ninja 2 instead. I I don't know. It's bizarre. It would have have done better back then. Um, I think they just waited too long, and I don't think it it even came out in, like, the summer, which it should have. I think this movie came out in, like, February or March, because that's where we're watching... We're, wa- we're watching these movies usually chronologically when they came out released by canon. Yeah, as best as we can. As best as we can. And I think this one came out at a dumb time for an action movie. You want to see these types of movies when it's nice and warm out. You want to relax in a nice, cool theater. No, this came out like May 1st. Yeah, I don't think it came out at the right time anyway. So with that, mm. what is, what is your highlight of the film? Well, come on. It's... it's... <laughs> So it's a ninja movie. I mean, what do you think my highlight's gonna be? I like the uh, the super ninja at the end, especially when he uh, ended up uh, was it killing all those guys in the pit. I was really stupid that he would do that, but uh, I it was also confusing because I thought the other guys were the super ninjas, but it turns out no, he was just one of them. That was the mislead because it's like that they're was, all like, yeah. "Oh, how do you have so many of them?" No, in fact, I only have one. Yeah, and it's actually him. And then, well, then he blows them up at the end, but. Yeah, it, and then he's not really that super of a ninja because he literally pulls a shotgun out of his ass and starts firing. <laughs> that at him. was pretty great. When he pulls a shotgun out and he hits his own guys when he's firing at him. That was great. It's like he's not very good of a ninja. But yeah, it's it's an it's an American ninja movie, so you know what you're 
you're going there for. And then, and like in the delivers. first movie, there's some slight mystical elements, but not really. Yep, kind of. More along the lines of like, here's how to focus your chi. Like, mm. remember this. Yes, you want to get to your center and unleash the hidden ninja in you, sort of stuff. Yeah. Very um, typical for ninja movies from the like 80s. Like I said, it's like for me, the highlight of the film is. Well, the story's kind of largely forgettable. Oh, yeah. It's like acting was largely forgettable. The competency at which the action scenes are shot is a very much a good hi- highlight for this mm. film. It's uh, some other films that I'm thinking of just in the back of my head. There's some action s- scenes in movies with better budgets mm-hmm. that aren't as clear or shot as well in the same time frame as him. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, just off the top of my head, like Lethal Weapon, I know it's like you watch it, it's like, okay, this is, it's a good movie, great movie. Yeah. But some of the action is not clear. This one here, you always know who's doing what. Uh, you, you don't, they don't do cutaways, like quick cutaways from the shots. Even though every once in a while you can clearly see that's not Steve Dudikoff. Michael Dudikoff. Michael Dudikoff. Mm-hmm. And, Steve uh, James is the guy Steve you're James, of. yeah. Hey, at least I'm no longer calling him Kevin James. So it's like I said, it's like, <laughs> it's a very well shot. It's like the hits are. hit, the... The gunshots, you know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. It's basic competency in the action sequence. Mm. That's fine. And that's what you want in this movie. You want to know... You, you want to see them blow up real pretty. Yeah. Like in the scene when he's fighting the ninja in the car and then they jump out of the car and the ninja's still on it. And yeah. it flies off and hits in the house and it explodes. <laughs> so, I didn't expect that. <laughs> so what's your low light of the film? Um, hmm. What would you say for a low life for a movie like this would be? Here, I'll go first, so maybe it'll, it'll prompt you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's the movie is largely unforget is largely forgettable. Um, there's there's nothing really that stands out plot wise. There's nothing really that mm. like the the acting doesn't really stand out. Even though they did more with Michael Dudikoff than they did in the first movie. Like I said, the characters don't really stand out. Nothing really stands out in this film. It's very by the numbers. Very much. Like we need, we need to put something out and potentially make more money than what we put into it. Mm-hmm. That's why it should have come out a year before it did. But and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a feeling that it made Mac more than the uh, its budget. If in its first ten days it made 1.8 million and they went on to make three more of them. Well, yeah, like I said, we've said it a hundred times. Ken made most of their money not in the theater but on VHS. That was VHS rentals. Yeah, that was the big era for like horror movies and action movies. Most people because that's when VHS really came in. And so I'm going to assume that's what was the case here. But like I said, mm-hmm. it's this movie is just very forgettable. Like mm-hmm. I, but I think I may have said the same thing about the first movie. That movie's very forgettable. I don't really remember anything from that movie. You also don't remember we watched a whole movie. So yeah, but I remembered <laughs> that I watched American Ninja and that I overall enjoyed it. <laughs> Remember and I that, watched it, <laughs> and and that that Michael Dudikoff I felt was underutilized in that movie, but mm-hmm. number one with a bullet. I just don't remember watching that film. I can't, I can't believe that. But anyway, what would you? We well, might as well just go straight to scores. Then what would you score it? This one. I want to hear yours first. Why would you want to hear mine? I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, if you enjoyed it, I mean, there's a very few things I would give it, but I gave the first one a five, and I still stand by that, even though it's probably not actually one. It's just the amount I enjoyed it. Do you remember what I gave the first one? You gave it a three. Uh, this one, this one is obviously not quite as strong, I don't think, as a whole. But also, I have never seen this one before, so I couldn't really compare it fairly. And since I'm a lot uh, lighter on action movies than Randy is, uh, I go on how much <laughs> I very, like them. I'm very tough on movies. It's like, yeah, hmm. But when it comes to action movies, it doesn't take much for me. And I fully admit that. So I'm going to give it a four because that's what I do. <laughs> it's, I'm the action guy. I like action movies. So, uh, I, yeah, that's what I'm just going to do. Like said, there, there's some stuff that I felt was stronger from what I vaguely remember the first movie, but... I'd have to watch them back to back I again. 
kind of am leaning more towards a two in this movie here. But at the same, it's because I don't feel anything really for the movie uh, greatly for it. And it's just, like I said, it's like, it's so kind of bland in some ways. So it's I don't like, know. You seem to have had a high, lot of negative reaction on other movies you've given threes to. But... Yeah, I know. That, but it's just like, I gave the first movie a three, but I think this one might be not as good. But I also don't remember much of the first movie. So it's like, I am I may be lowballing it purely because I can't remember what the first movie is and how it compares. I said, someday I'm just going to watch them back to back when I have the time and just see it. Exactly. So I'm giving this one a two, but maybe I'll go back before the end of the the uh, season uh, wrap up and at least listen to what I said about the first movie, and then maybe I'll mm. bump up the score. But right now it's a two. Well, if you say so, it's your score. But anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for this one. Uh, next week we're going to be doing a non-canon. We're not going to tell you what it is, but it's going to be fun. Ah, we haven't decided what it is yet. Don't tell them that. Anyway, a little bit behind the scenes. <laughs> it's like we, we it's like we arbitrarily just decide whatever our non-canon stuff is. Yes, we do. Um, all right, then. Will it be Toy Soldiers or The Rescue again? <laughs> We're just going to do the same thing again. It's going to be a sequel to the last episode. It'll be Groundhog's Day! Ugh, it's not going to be Groundhog's Day. We have to film that 52 times. Hey, hey, I, 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 I'm not watching that movie 104 times. <laughs> I refuse. All right, anyway, uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. I'm JD. And I guess I'm Randy. I'm just trying to find where my mouse cursor is. And we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise to the Canon Catalog. Goodbye. And good night. <laughs> Cannon films, and we're dynamite. It's Ninja <laughs> against Ninja. Charlie, it's ours! Together, they must destroy the most powerful criminal empire the world has ever known. Uh, he must defeat the most lethal assassin alive, uh, and they must not fail. Uh, Michael Dudikoff returns as the American Ninja with Steve James in American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. 